and we're live or we're not live at this point in time <laughs> i have no clue it looks like oh yeah, it does look no, like we are live it does look All like right. we are actually live okay yay we're live <clears throat> um hopefully you can all hear me perfectly fine i'm using the thing this setup listen i don't do this setup very often so i kind of <laughs> like only once a kind year i kind of don't know what i'm doing <laughs> i like earlier today at like noon or whatever i was like oh i should see what like i need to do to make this work and like i was able to get it to work out but um i like opened up obs and it was like oh, girl you have so many updates <laughs> and i was just like yeah i guess i haven't opened this app literally since december of last year yeah yeah in yeah. fact i had to find it because it was not like i used yeah. to keep like there was a time when i was like trying to stream on twitch or whatever and i um i put uh um obs on my desktop but I'm one of those people who, like, I cannot have a bunch of desktop icons. It fills me with the blood-curdling rage. Um, so, I, so like, so earlier this year, I was like, I'm not going live all the time. What am I doing with this, bro? File away. And, uh, like I said the other day, um, my fi the filing system on my laptop is so good that even I don't know how it works. <laughs> It's the best filing system, let me tell you. Yeah, I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know if that makes it the best. <laughs> it's uh no, it's probably not. No, it's it's probably not. But uh whatever. It makes sense in the moment that I move something to a place, and that's all that matters to me. But anywho, hello, welcome, bienvenue. Um to the to the three year anniversary, <laughs> yeah, the three year <laughs> podcast anniversary, yeah, uh, the 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 uh, live stream experience, uh huh, uh, for the Horn and Cauldron podcast, yeah. So this is very exciting, uh, chill fanfare. I um, I'm not coming uh -oh. at you with a, I'm not coming at you with a bunch of energy today. I am in <clears throat> so much pain. Uh, <laughs> So and I just finished hyper folks hyper fixating on uh, on painting uh, <laughs> of like that. a little advent calendar uh, house that we got from the store and I was like oh that's super cute I could totally paint that better like, than how it looks <laughs> like you're like you're like I'm gonna repaint this and it's like oh okay cool and then you immediately repainted it. Yeah, immediately. I wasted zero time. I was like, well, I guess I'm doing this tonight. I mean, yeah. I did get some new paints and stuff, so I was already pretty jazzed about that. I was I was planting, planning on painting this weekend, but I was definitely not planning on painting that this weekend. Mm -hmm. But I am absolutely happy with what I did with it. it. If you're right? curious about it, check out um, my Instagram, which is at Goddess Jewels and the links below and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's like a cute little like folk painted like Nordic advent calendar. Um, and it's not entirely finished. I'm not sure what to put. There's this like center area. I'm not really sure what to put in there. Um, so we'll have to figure that out yeah. later. But yeah. We uh we've had a we've had quite a busy weekend already with uh, errands and your back pain and my hyper focus fixation. Yeah, man. I I'm. <laughs> Can you I'm tell too, we're middle aged I'm too, millennials? I'm too, I'm too old to be having all this bloody back pain like this, my dude. So 
Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not allowed. I'm just making the we're live Instagram post because I didn't think about that until right this very moment. Oh yeah. That's fine. That's I don't okay. know what's happening. Uh these 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 lives, these these everything we do is pretty chill because uh, it's just too much work to not be chill. But um yeah, man, these lives that we've done for the in the like past ones and we've come into with like a little bit more of a plan and we came into this with we, no plan we were gonna talk about <laughs> the plan yesterday while we were doing errands and it did and, not happen uh, yeah come to find out that was a lie it did not happen it was, uh, fake uh, news. that's okay because we'll talk it out here and you guys can be sort of party to our um our thought process our ideas uh normally yeah we have like a little bit more planning but this year like Normally, we also do like a little more <laughs> notification that this is happening instead of just like one episode before. Uh, but this year, like everything really kind of like came very quickly at once. Like, I feel like we went from Scottish games immediately to now. Like we went from September immediately into uh, we're already in December, y'all. And I just what even happened to October? Yeah, man, it's like, this year has been, this year has been so busy. Yeah, we've been very busy this year. Um, We've really tried to commit to uh, being, having an episode a week, uh, which was kind of a not easy for us to do. Last year, we kind of ended up taking a whole break during the summer. And we took a little bit of a break a couple of weeks ago for Thanksgiving to just sort of like recharge and uh, get things ready uh, for for this and for the episode prior, which was a really nice break. But we really tried hard to um, make sure that there was, you know, that you're hearing from us regularly. Yeah, we didn't even finish uh, Trek Jive, which is like pretty sad bananas. Yeah. But like, whatever, we're going to inevitably catch up on it. So, yeah, the real to call it a problem is facetious at best. But the real sass here is that um, the other job that I do. So I do like this, the Etsy or the uh, the YouTube podcast, like full-time job um but the other full-time job that i do is um like you know primary job i do whatever is the etsy shop and like yay for us our etsy shop like yay for us our etsy shop is like clapping up but also not yay for us our etsy shop is clapping up which means i don't have time (laughs) to do a bunch of other things and we've had like even though the Etsy shop has like continued to grow and get like increasingly busy and such like that, uh, I had surgery this year. Yeah. Which took me out for a while, like both before surgery when I was just like inconsolable pain. Uh, yeah. and then and then surgery, which I actually recovered from fairly quickly, but still like you still weren't really it, able to do any of that. I mean, stuff put stuff for off weeks. for like for a yeah. while, you know. <clears throat> and um, then we had to catch up for that. And we had then to we catch had up to for that. And speed then, up for the holidays. And then I was sick twice this fall, and once yeah. with the, um, you know, the, the Columbus. The uh, the yeah. I'm just like, what word is it that I say? The plague. And the plague. Uh, I, the plague uh, again, and that was really rough. The first, but 
not as bad as the, the first time, time yeah. but still not great. And um, I also have, so not only do I work on the Etsy shop, but I also have a like, regular adult nine job. to five yeah. W2 job. And uh, <laughs> is that what we're calling non side based hustles is W2 jobs? That's what I've started calling them. So y'all can, y'all That's can fun. take that. I too. like that. I like yeah. That. So, you know, I've, so I also have that. So I effectively work like three jobs right now and am trying to hold down like having a personal life and the energy to do this stuff. So it's been, uh, it's been a very fast year and we have tried really hard to like stick with it for y'all. Cause we really enjoy doing this podcast. We really enjoy interacting with you, our 11 listeners, uh, you know, so it's, uh, it's one of those things that's kind <coughs> of weird because we are trying to have it so that this is, you know, this and our Etsy shop are like the main thing that we're doing. And then I no longer have to have have a W-2 job, but um, the difficulty with that is it means that like things get a little wild as you get closer to it. And then all of a sudden there's like a big relief because like there's more time. Yeah. So this has been kind of a wild year when it comes to that, but we've done a bunch of really awesome things on the podcast this year. And I am... I am so jazzed. So we started having interviews this year um, with a few people. We interviewed uh, Wendy Matahausman from uh, Bruja Power Botanica. Yep. And uh, Rissa Miller. And we also interviewed Mary Armanderas. Uh, and they were just lovely, lovely people. We had such a fun time doing these interviews. The interviews were such a great addition. <clears throat> and we definitely look forward to doing more interviews. Like, that's definitely something we're going to do. Well, and we like, we like giving the... Um, we like giving you, like, a different perspective than just ours. Because obviously... <laughs> here to listen to us right but also like you know we're not we uh we in no way ever really think of ourselves as like the end all be all experts you know other voices in the witchy community are so so important to have because that helps us as individual practitioners and that helps us with this podcast and we hope that it helps you too get some different ideas as to how you can kind of um, work with things so we anticipate to have more interviews this next year I don't know about more with the frequency necessarily like not more numbers, but, but more total. There will be additional interviews yeah. this year, uh, which is pretty exciting. So we're pretty, pretty hype on that. Yeah. 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 We definitely want to do more. And uh, the interviews that we've done thus far have been um, interviews that reached out to us, which is very fun. So we want to try reaching out to some mm -hmm. uh, and kind of like, you know, doing more in that space as well as um, like maybe trying to do a little bit more, like we kind of touched on some like magic and media stuff this year, we did a little bit of it and we're gonna do more yeah. in this coming year. Uh, we have more plans about that kind of stuff. We've got another magic and anime that we have planned out. So we hope to bring that back to Fanime and then to bring y'all that video <clears throat> yeah, like post after that happens. Totally. And uh, we're pretty excited about it because we already know what it's going to be about. Yeah, we already we uh, we had a spontaneous genius 
on that one. So <laughs> that's going to be super fun. That's going to be super fun. Yeah, we'll be talking about uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, the yeah. show. Yes. Not the movie. Not the movie. And, and not the new show. Also not, not the new yet. show. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're going to be talking about that because um, if you have not seen that in a long time or if you've never seen it, as was the case for me, uh, there's a lot of magical and spiritual things about that show that you can sort of incorporate into your own practice or yeah. help inform your own yeah. practice. Yeah. Well, and the whole basis of the show is like that sort of... Um, uh what is that called that uh uh like earth fire one like elemental magic and practice sort of a thing yeah so yeah it's uh it's it's good yeah so yeah um we're pretty excited to do that and we're looking to do some more interviews so if you guys have anybody in particular that you would like to um have us uh, see if talk we can to talk to yeah. uh definitely let us know uh so we can figure out how figure out how that works <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um so yeah so we've got a magic and media plan we've got fanime like what we want to do for fanime obviously like they have a window whereupon you request to do a panel um so we'll have to like fill out the forms and do that stuff but so we'll be i mean regardless we're gonna be at fanime uh and if we don't get the panel which we got the panel the last two years um which was super awesome. I can't believe that we're hosting a panel at Fanime. It's like, so cool. For all the years that yeah. I've been going, because I've been going to Fanime for a very long time. Um, and uh, for all the years of, of going to Fanime, I never really thought of like hosting a panel yeah. until whatever, a couple of years ago when we were like, oh, we, like <clears throat> we could do this. Uh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? And and we got started on it. And, you know, I mean, like to that end, I, I think... A topic that I like feels like it fits for an anniversary sort of live stream like this is that like where we where we were and where we are now and oh where yeah we how want it started where we are now and where we wanted to go yeah because the uh, the, the, the maiden mother crow the maiden mother of, of, of creative side endeavors. hustles of freedom from <laughs> capitalistic prison uh, or whatever but um, yeah so like we've. Over the last month or so, really been talking about, like, what we want to do, like, next, what stuff we want to add, what stuff we feel is worth taking away, or, like, adapting around, you know, and, like, uh, like obviously, a large portion of what we do, I mean, not a large portion, but, like, a portion of what we do is, like, social media-based, and, like, you work in social media, and I worked in social media uh, before I got to escape that. And, um, so like, obviously there are like, you see this, especially now in like change in social media. Like there was, there was a time when like putting out an Instagram reel was the most important thing ever, you know, and now it's all about TikToks or whatever. And like, who knows, honestly, by this time next year, it could be some new, it could be some new fangled thing, yeah. you know? So it totally could be. <clears throat> so you ne you never know exactly what you're gonna like kind of get out of it for a lack of better words but um so we're hoping to do more social media that's related to the podcast yeah on more each like, of our channels as well as more sort little of like stuff. little stuff supplemental just sort of like tidbits yeah to kind of round out 
our personalities, shall we say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to say it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Crazies, more like. To round out our crazies, more like. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah, so we want to kind of do more of that. And like you've started doing that this year with your TikToks. Yeah. And like witchy tips and and such like that. Um, and like, I've started posting TikToks, but they're all over the place. That's primarily because my brain is, um, scattered. And you reject any form of, uh, calendaring of or structure. calendaring or structure. Yeah. I don't need that. I don't need those, <laughs> I don't need those shackles of time <laughs> holding me down, making me beholden to an idea that I thought was great. 25 minutes ago and now it's mostly me doing a video and you going like oh i should do a video about such and such yeah i totally forget and i'm like yes you should do a video about such and such do it right now and you're like no i don't know i don't know if anybody wants to watch it what if people don't like what i say what if people are angry about what i say online and i'm just like bro we already bro we already have a podcast there's already but people here but although we did get two unlikes on a recent thing so do we have a podcast or is this just hallucinatory millennial screaming into the void i mean it is a little hallucinatory millennial screaming into the void yeah yeah i do per- prefer my existential dread to be <laughs> screaming <laughs> if you will um, I suppose if we had different, uh, different like interests, we would be in a band instead. Except I'm awful at instruments. Ooh, boy, I am not. No, you are a rhythmic. I am not good with instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's okay. I tried doing belly dancing for a little while, and that was fun. But even then, trying to figure out how to trying to figure out how to rhythm it's like my body isn't built that yeah way. Dude, she's she's a rhythm it's okay <laughs> also listen this smack like the side of a car brand new model there's no she's every every day she wakes up fresh to the idea of being uh being a consciousness piloting a mech suit wrapped in flesh a skeletal mech suit wrapped in flesh because uh yeah sometimes you're real new about moving your body around. Well, it doesn't help that since this last bout of the plague, I've actually been getting vertigo. So that's fun. Um, the sweet ride from Six Flags. I assume that there's no, a ride no, in no, a Six no, Flags no, no, somewhere no. called Vertigo. No, no. You get the ro- you get the room spins like you do when you drink mm. too much or you're about mm. ready to like purge. Mm. The secret to that? Foot on the ground. I mean, yes. But you know? what if both feet you ever, are already you ever, on the ground? You, you ever drink so much that when you lay down, you're like, listen, I know that ghosts and monsters are under the bed, but I need to touch the ground to hold the earth still because it's doing some stuff and I need to remind it, don't do that stuff. So you just got to like put one down there. <laughs> you know, those like those like weird, those like weird things that we all get like um, like um, during the summertime, you can like take covers off. But you always have to have one part of you covered a little bit yeah. to protect from the monsters. Well, I think it's just because you get too cold otherwise. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know why. The joke otherwise. is to protect from the monsters. Oh. Yeah, I fall asleep on top of the covers. Yes, m- more often than you would think. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, yeah. So I don't really need covers, but like you know, it's it's that it's that like holdover from a child. Like you just need like the middle part. Or some people are like, as long as my feet are under covers, no monsters can get me. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> but I've it's just been... like, are you a are? Can you put your head? Are you like a head under the covers person? No. 
Oh, I have to oh breathe goodness. fresh, clean it's, air. Yeah, I want fresh, unbodied air, my But dude. I need most of the rest of me. So I want my head and, like, my ears. I, I want my, like, ears covered, but, like, my, my face covered. open. I need all and of my And maybe my senses. eyes covered, depending uh, on how bright it is. Nah. So sometimes I make, like, I take a corner of the blanket and I, like pull it in like a semi-circle. Did you ever sleep with a, with a eye mask? Have you ever done uh, eye I've mask I've done that, sleeping? but I don't like that because um, it it's makes my... Eyes. It, no, yeah, it kind of does. It makes my eyeballs hot, but also I, like it messes I, up I my... feel like we can circle back around to eyeballs hot. <laughs> what kind of mask are you wearing, bro? Heated? No, it just, it makes my eyeballs hot. Uh, and uh, it also kind of like messes up my, my eyelashes. They get like... Blah to the side uh so i like to have like my mouth and my nose open sure and i like to have like my like a foot poking out of the covers sure. and i do not like when my legs touch when i'm sleeping i do not like i need to have to flesh i do not touch. like flesh to flesh sure. leg touch when sure. i'm sleeping you gotta i put, need you gotta to have cover in there. i need to have like blankets totally. in there sure. or something sure. i cannot do you're that. a side sleeper yeah yeah okay yeah sure that makes sense yeah i like how you ask that as if we haven't been married for like over half a decade. I'm not going to commit a lot. Of, <laughs> the better part of a decade. I'm not going to commit a lot of stuff to memory. Uh, and the, what about the audience or whatever? We're That's true. That it's That's them. True. That That's it's true. for. Well, uh, but you sleep. You sleep a lot of times on your back, which is not weird. But like you also sleep on or on, dude, you sleep I on sleep, your back. I sleep, sleep on your side. You sleep on your side. Adjacent, Sometimes you sleep Nosferatu adjacent. You were only kind of doing that today when I got up, where you'll be like laying in like in bed you actually like you he sleeps on the couch i sleep on the couch um, most nights because the couch makes my back hurt slightly less and i am in like especially especially right now because i threw my back out i don't know being 35 like four days ago <laughs> dude i d truly do not know what i did i just like my like oh, my back started to hurt oh my back started to hurt and then i like went to bed that night and woke up the next day and i was just like fuck walking dog this is this is sitting and laying and i can barely sit for any yeah, length of time yeah. to begin with so, so sometimes you just like lay like nosferatu like you'll be laying there and like your head is your head is out of the covers and your arms are like cross like up and like cross yeah, like on your chest on top of me like yeah. Like you're holding your collar almost yeah. and your feet, your legs are just like straight and your feet are out and you have the blanket covering you almost like a shroud. And the blanket is like a mushroom pattern, which is like right behind me. Yeah. And uh, it's just like weird sometimes what, to get sometimes up. Sometimes I when, sleep nosferatu -y. Yeah, sometimes you sleep a little no Nosferatu-y. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's fun. But also yeah. the dogs sleep weird and I'm sure I sleep weird. So it's not It's just a people thing. It's just a people thing. The other day I was like, I was just like, I am in not great. My back hurt too much. I need to like sit down. So I like sit down. I have a heating pad on right now. So I like sit down with a heating pad and... Um, like, I'm just kind of, like, in this corner like this. And I just, like, fall asleep like this. And I wake up, like, 20 minutes later. Like, barely any amount of time later, right? I wake up, like, 20 minutes later. And I'm just, like, I don't know if I have the core string to lift my head up right now. <laughs> because I'm, like, now my neck is stiff. Because I just, like, fell asleep like an absolute idiot. You know? Just, like, I guess this is going to be okay. Just, <laughs> uh, like, this over here. Uh, but, <laughs> I mean, so whatever. I mean, maybe that's why your back hurts. Yeah, that maybe was during the back hurt. Honestly, it helped stretch. Oh, you got to stretch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Back to the podcast. Stuff. Back to the podcast. I don't even remember what we were on. I don't, I don't know why we started talking about this. This is like a lot. This is like a lot more squirrely than even the pub chats are. So um, because we have the uh, Sabbath series, I figured people would be interested to hear what we're going to be doing for the 104. Yeah, 104 Sabbaths coming up. Uh, yeah. Ooh, 104 Sabbath coming soon. Yeah, in I'm just gonna be a real with you. Weeks. I feel like I was definitely involved in the conversation about how these sabbats are going to go. You certainly were, but I don't know. You certainly were. I don't remember. In fact, you had the main idea. Oh, look at me, surprise smart boy! Twice, and then we combined it into one mega great idea. Well, you're welcome for my greatness, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So for. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So for the Sabbaths, for the 104s, what we're going to be doing is taking the idea of elemental magic that, like, aligns with the idea behind that Sabbath and deep diving into that. So Yule is during winter, at least in the Northern Hemisphere where we are, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere listening to us, um... Midsummer will fit. Don't Midsummer worry. will fit. There's a balance. You'll yeah, get it. You'll you figure it this. out. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, so Yule is uh, is in winter. It's like icy. It's like snowy. Not where we live, but in many places where people live, it's snowy. So we're going to be doing the, the 104 episode on ice and snow magic. Yep. 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 That That's all sort of vaguely coming together. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, in bulk will be on candle magic and uh, I don't remember the others, but you guys get the idea. So there'll be a fire magic. There'll be a water magic. Yeah. And and like, so there's so there's eight uh, blots. Sabbaths? Yes. OK, there's eight Sabbaths. And so uh, that means that we're going to basically do like two different versions uh, for each element. You know, like water and ice, you know, yeah. like that kind of a thing. So that'll be that'll be um, that'll be fun. It's exciting yeah. to like kind of explore some of the like greater depth around those things. Right. Because like so we're not trying to just do like I know that it that we often fall into this like path where we're like, oh, <laughs> we're we're just going to cover like a Norse thing or a Greek thing. But that's also because like Norse things and Greek things are one, the two things that we're into individually, uh, as well as two things that have like a fair amount of some of the easiest conversation around into. it. Right. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up like a, like a Norse pagan thing. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty hot yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. Or like a Greek thing. It was pretty hot, you know? Yeah. Uh, for a long time. Uh, but so we definitely want to get more into some other stuff. Yeah. Right. Which is things like this, like elemental magic plan. We also want to get into, uh, like into like gods from other pantheons. Yeah. Some deep dives, some deep dives into gods from other pantheons as, as well as talk about some of the more like esoteric stories within magic so we had a lot of fun I, I mean maybe you didn't have a lot of fun i had a lot of fun uh when we were talking about like gerald gardner and yeah. all of these absolutely bonkers characters like that so um i want to like get into like more like story times about that as well as like go over some of our stories and this is like some of this stuff is going to be 
like TikToks and such. And some of this is going to be full length podcast episodes. And some of this is going to be pub chats. Um, but like go and get into like some of the stories in it. Right. A like a, analysis can go so far, but also just like a nice reading of some of these like myths. Right. I've done this yeah. before. For some like, of them um, will be like a bit more historical stories and some of them will be a bit more like myths. Like mythological. Yeah, yeah. We plan on doing another deep dive into a particular like sort of subset or um, belief structure, you know, so we've talked about Norse, um, Norse Odinism, and we've talked about chaos magic. So we plan on talking about another magical structure again this year and really kind of doing a deep dive into that. We haven't decided exactly what that'll be yet. Maybe it's Wicca, maybe it's something else. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. I only say Wicca because I've talked about like, I'm going to do a Wicca one, guys. But um, it's just, there's so many things it's, it's that I want to talk about. It's, and a, it's a lot. It's a big topic, bro. Yeah. Wicca is like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, 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 it is. It you is. Know? And, um, you know, another thing that I really would like to do that I don't know if we'll be able to really get that off the ground this year. It kind of depends on how much time uh, it takes and how much time I have available um, is uh, doing uh, bios on certain people within the uh, sort of pagan and witchy community. So like, you know, a bio on, for instance, Aleister Crowley. Yeah. uh, On like historical. Yeah. 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 Not not like Fred out there. We're watching you. We're going to write a (laughs) dossier. Be afraid. Not like FBI shit. Yeah. Um, but, but uh, CIA shit, whoever. But uh, no, like, you're like kind of talking about these like historical figures who who've sort of had this like a big hand in what we think of as like modern paganism and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as get into, I have like several like research books that I would like to like kind of like reread through and do that. And then on the magic and media side of things which uh magic and media is never really going to occupy the space of a podcast episode yeah those will always just be like youtube episodes for us you know just like when we do like movie reviews or vlogs or trek jive which is like a thing that we're going to need to get back into at some point in time because we need to finish up uh lower deck still i mean we finished watching it but like we need to wrap up the episodes for that um but, um, yeah, Magic Media is always going to be like, um, what am I going to say? It's always going to be like a standalone sort of like YouTube video thing. But I definitely want to talk about like books that we've read that have magic in them. That's yeah. very interesting. Uh, both like research books that I've read as well as like, um, you know, like were you we're just huge readers. You just started Dune. Oh, uh, the book. Man. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I'm. I have like three hours left in um, uh, the American Prometheus. Yeah, yeah. American Prometheus, the Robert J. Oppenheimer, um, book that the book that the movie was based on, the Oppenheimer yeah. movie was based on. Uh, so once I'm done with that, I'll I'll start listening to the book, um, to Dune. But like Dune's got a bunch of magic in it. Like let's talk it out. And, and I don't mean to do these as, like, an analysis of form, right? Like, I don't want to be like, this is based on this, 
you know, like, this thing is based on this Greek whatever. Like, you know, like, what I'm talking about is talking it out in, like, form and structure and how it, like, does or does not, like, resonate. Not just with, like, our magic, but, like, within the universe of its own magic. Yeah. Right? Like, those kind of things. My, like, go-to for this, like, base conversation is always... um Magic the Gathering, the book series, because like if you've only played the card game and you've never read the books, then what I just said sounds like insane, right? Like, oh, that card game, you know, <laughs> it's like it's it's just a bunch of cards, right? But the book series really delves into the structure yeah. of magic practiced within that universe like very deeply into the structure of it um especially the trilogy that i'm i'm reading like three books at the same time that i'm uh three quarters of the way through reading right now uh which is like specifically about a person's like motion from like apprentice who doesn't know nothing except for to be able to like produce a little ball of light to becoming like an immortal god king <laughs> Yeah. So, so <clears throat> yeah. Like, and it's something that we've been talking about that we want to do for a while, which is discussing not just like, oh, this thing relates to this in our not just like universe, but like this, like this is how the magical structure in this universe works. Like, or like this um, is how we think it works. Or how we think it works. You not know, just yeah. as like sort of a fun, like um, sort of video essay, but, you know, we talk a lot about how you can make your magical, the magical structure of your life, however you want it to be. And the thing that's the most important and the most valid is that it jives for you. The easiest example, the one that we probably use the most is Thor, because like Thor in Thor, as we view him currently in like 2023 time is uh is very largely um not informed what by marvel thor looks like and not what <laughs> historically historical mythological yeah. thor well, I, and i feel would like have i feel like, like that's a great but, conversation to have yeah. it's like when i say thor what image pops into your head are you thinking like six packs six pack abs blonde hair like tall boy or are you thinking like big fat redhead guy bit of a drinking yeah yeah <laughs> or like are you thinking about something else entirely yeah you know so like there's a lot that kind of goes into that and i think that you know there's a lot of people that sort of poo poo on this idea of marvel of the chris hemsworth thor being thor but i think it works like yeah. mythologically does he match what was written down in the like 1300s by uh by by a man who didn't even live there yeah. um you know is by based on stories that he was told no it doesn't but also like that's fine there's this whole idea like and um you know it there's this whole idea that like you have to go by the old ways. Yeah. You have to go back to the oldest thing. And, you know, we're definitely part of that problem because, you know, we talk a lot about the historical side of um, magic. At least I do, because that's <laughs> I'm the one who's doing the research. Well, but, a study but it's of, also a study easy of history, to find history stuff. Well, a a in study general. of history doesn't necessarily mean that, like, uh, you need to be beholden to that idea. I mean, like, like off the cuff. My like somebody saying like we need to be like hit, like we need to make sure that whatever we're worshiping or following has some sort of historical basis in it. Like I just want to be like okay, so like what's your opinion on Zeus? 
Because some depictions of Zeus, he seems like a totally reasonable person. And in some depictions of Zeus, he is a predator and needs to be dealt with. Because yeah. he's crazy town. And I mean, it's not just Zeus, right? Like, I, like that's just like the easy one to pick on. Yeah. As it were. But like, how do you think of like, uh, like Bacchus or, um, you know, how do you think of like Hades? I mean, like what we observe in modern media definitely colors how we perceive of and think of like those particular like gods or goddesses you know and like i'm not like personally i'm not like chris hemsworth thor is my thor right i'm definitely more like in the vein of gods of war uh god uh, God of war ragnarok Mm -hmm. thor right um and i'm not super into uh hell from the marvel franchise yeah even though like i really like that portrayal and i really like that actress and like i thought the costume and everything was ri- i mean ridiculous but like <laughs> but like super rad but like that's not like my particular vision of it but also when i think of hades full full fucking stop i think of hercules the disney movie hades i know that is you peak hades for me that guy 100 percent my guy you know what i mean so like that's what i think of for hades but also that's not at all what i think about for zeus because in that movie zeus is like a family man which is just a bold strategy to try and fluff zeus that hard for what feels like no reason yeah you know what i mean so and like hera isn't trying to like you know murder yeah uh, as well, those much aren't, in a way it's also like the 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 disney hercules movie is one that i have like sort of a love hate relationship sure, with yeah. because it came out at a time where i was starting to understand You're, like, too cool for the it. like no i was starting to like understand the shall we say evils of capitalism where like disney um you know takes stories that are traditionally told in a very specific way. And then they change them so that people will pay money to go see them. Yeah. You know, so, so that they, they're they, more they, sanitized. They, they and family like, values, like classic stories. And they and, really do. And, and, but it's not just the Greek stuff. I mean, like, look at like oh, all yeah. of the so, like, Little Mermaid is not nearly as dark yeah, as it should so, be. So like I, uh, I wasn't old enough <clears throat> when Little Mermaid came out to like make that connection, but I was old enough to make that connection when Pocahontas came out. Yeah. And when, um, when uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame came out, is that a and movie? I, I think so. Yes. Mm. Um, if it's not, it's there, in the same there's, style. There's a grip um, of time then, where I don't know if it's a Disney movie or oh, not a Disney movie. And then there, and, that's and one then, of uh, them. and then Hercules came out, and for me, that was like kind of the last straw because I very much grew up on Greek mythology. Like even my brother was saying this when we were over mm. um, for Thanksgiving. Like my brother and I were like raised on Greek myths. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I we were also like, raised on like you know mythology and stuff. I but feel we... like kind of everybody was for well, the most part in schooling, and I mean, like, like we didn't go oh, no, to the same sort little. of school like, time. But one like of, one of my but, like, favorite all books the movies, all the like literature about it. Obviously, we like read and studied it in like school as part of like the curriculum and stuff like that. But like, I feel like we were like. I feel like millennials were all sort of taken in to the like Greek 
party yeah. train just because of like how much already existed and how much was still going out. And like, when was the big, when was the big swords and sandals thing? Wasn't that like the late nineties? Well, there was like, wasn't that like, wasn't it like all the rage? Like the sixties and then also like the nineties. Yeah. But my point with this is, is like, I, Discount like movies when Hercules, when Hercules, the Disney movie first came out, I was very upset because I was like, this is not at all what any of these myths are. Sure. Like none of these characters are portrayed in a way that they should be portrayed. Yeah. And it was very upsetting to me. And I love Disney. I, Secret time. They've never portrayed a character the well, correct way ever at all. There full was stop. Something, something about that Hercules movie. Like it's not, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike it as much now as I used to, but like there was something about it that made me kind of like swear off of that kind of like Disney movie for a while. But mm. as I get older, and um, start to kind of like think about that stuff differently. It's not like it has to be the way that I remember it being. Yeah. It has to be true to the source. It has material. to be historically you know, accurate. It has to be historically <laughs> accurate. So like I think about that and I think like, you know, um, in a way Hercules was and still is a very modern interpretation of retelling that myth. And for a lot of people that is their Hercules, that is their Hades, sure. you know, that may even be their Zeus and their Hera. Like, that's fine because, you know, like even back in like ye olde times when these gods were being like regularly worshipped and openly worshipped, like there were different variations of these deities being totally. worshipped. And we totally. talk about that in our deep dives, especially. Well, not even just different versions, but war <clears throat> but, but the specific worship of either select aspects of a deity or just like the outright picking and choosing of what you want to recognize as associated with that deity or I'm sacretizing looking, I'm that looking very hardy at you uh, very hardly at you christianity <laughs> picking and choosing <laughs> yeah deity or worship. syncretizing that deity so that it still makes sense in yeah. your belief structure looking yeah. at you Thor yeah, and right. uh, and Mars and uh, looking at you, Dionysus and Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> like, man. you know, there's a lot of that stuff. So, you know, as I get older and, and think about this stuff, like in a sort of a different light, I think, you know, like it may not, that's not my interpretation. That's not for me what Hercules or Zeus or any of these deities look or act like. Sure. But it may be to somebody else and that makes it just as valid for them because that's just the aspect that they're picking up on. Yeah. So, you know, well, and, and, you know, I feel like we, I feel like we too often rely on the structured poisoning of our minds as given to us by certain singularly theistic focused organizations of oppression that want us to make sure that everybody worships and believes in the exact same way, which is arguably dumb and in practice, like actually an insane thought to think about. Like, hey, I'm going to describe to you a Lovecraftian tier horror, whereupon the complete observation of would drive you full on mad if you were to try and do that. So like, for sure, there's going to be picking and choosing. Yeah. And the idea that we shouldn't be picking and choosing is like kind of illogical. Dude. Yeah. You know, I've always been like, like, I love the Hercules and, you know, we're not picking on this, this Hercules movie. I love 
the Hercules movie, by the way. It absolutely <laughs> claps. I might be picking um, on it like a little bit. But but like Still. I really, really like the art style in it, right? Like the, the animation style was great. And I love the music because I love any cartoon movie that's got a ton of music in it. Um uh, that might be what's wrong with some of the live action ones, by the way. Not enough music. Or the music's like reductive. But um Yeah. <laughs> like I love the animation style. I love the music. And I like my favorite characters were like Hades and um, Danny DeVito's character. Oh, is it Phil? Fan? No, Phil. Oh, Phil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the trainer, the goat yeah. guy. Uh, and that like is the like way. Fan. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He. Oh, my God. His Phil is short for something. And he says it in the movie. And I've seen this movie a million he does, times. And, and I, I should can't know think it, of what it and is. And I cannot think of what it is off the it's top fine. of my head. But uh, so like. So like, like we have these like small like other characters that i'm very into i love that the three uh what is the greek version of the norns oh they're just the fates fates yeah, yeah. the i love that the fates share one eye and they only observe Whoever has the eye is the one who is observing with it and the others are rendered blind by the act of observation is like so smart a way of doing that. Yeah. I love it. And they're doing it for haha funny boys. Yeah. Right? I mean, I imagine somebody's in the background just like floating in the sky, spitting truths or whatever the heck. <laughs> but like, like, like there are parts of it that are great. Obviously, I mean, like even, even as a kid, I can't imagine that I was like, well, Zeus seems like a nice guy. Like, I feel like I knew enough to be like, <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? I can suspend belief to allow this movie to exist that Zeus isn't a monster uh, or whatever, you know? Uh, but like, it's one of those movies. And I think, I think this way a lot about a lot of things, right? It's one of those movies that I think cleanly represents the idea that like, you can have your interpretation of like deity or worship or magic or whatever the heck. And it doesn't need to affect anybody else. Like if you disagree with big fat redhead Thor, and you only want sexy Chris Hemsworth Thor. Who cares? Like rock and roll. I'm that's fantastic for you if it helps you in any way, gangster. If it doesn't help you in any way, and you're just primarily thinking about like mostly naked buff Thor, rock and roll also. Like like it it just it doesn't matter. The very idea that we need to like all agree on an interpretation of a deity or of a manner in which we practice worship is so truly alien and like vaguely dumb to me. Like we could just be different people. We could just like do different stuff. We could have different beliefs and shit. Yeah. Who cares, dog? You know what I mean? Totally. Like, like it, my, that's not my Thor, but that is my Hades. You know, honestly, that's not my Hercules. Yeah. You know, he's, I don't know, he's not, I'm not super into it. I'm not super into that interpretation of Hercules. Yeah. But like, who cares? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's still gangster. And it's the same with like, I feel like we talk about Greek myths. Like, oh, if we're talking about like the Odyssey or like some like big old story, it's this like big important thing that needs to be like analyzed and has this connection to truth in the way that we should practice our religion or whatever. But it's also just like some asshole wrote a book. Right? yeah dog yeah. like if the if if stephen king's it is your like magnum opus of like religious zealousy like 
rock and roll. Also, you should probably talk to a bigger adult than us because that seems insane. But that was just the first movie that came to my head when I was trying to say things. <laughs> truly or book, insane. I mean. That's oh, whatever. Truly insane. You know, but but it's it's that thing. Like, I find myself especially now more than ever because we have this situation where we have the podcast and like like honestly we could probably do a magic media every week with the like some tiny ted talks i deliver in the confines of this house to you oh, and the dogs oh my god do- listen these dogs have a fantastic these philosophical dogs. education on their back right and yeah. math education i, I do a dogs, lot of math talking they're philosopher babies. They're, they're philosopher dogs yeah, um, they're too smart. They know too much. They know much. too much. They've gained. They've, they've gained too much knowledge. Yeah. But like they're truly ascended. Yeah. But like they're, they're woke. I, I feel like we can. I feel like we can gain <laughs> philosophical, analytical knowledge from any piece of text. Yes. Because like all of these stories intrinsically are connected to the like greater story. I talk about this thing. I've mentioned it in a few podcast episodes and like one day I'll flush this out, flush this out into like a larger talking point. But like I talk about what I call the Bardic tradition or my Bardic tradition, which is like essentially my uh, angle of attack on that particular prism. Um, But like uh, everything's light and vibrations, bro. But like uh, mean everything's light and love. Everything's light and love. It's not that. Uh, but um, <laughs> it, it depends on who's sponsoring this video about vibrations and love. No, um, it's it's us. It's We're us. Sponsoring We're sponsoring this video. video. Um, but no, like, I mean, like, look at the movie Triangle. It's such a great example of a movie that we've seen before. And I just like, you look at the movie like five degrees off of true. And all of a sudden that movie implies some pretty crazy philosophical shit with regard to like transcendental Greek gods specifically. Um, Or like uh, the um, Hyperion contest. Well, or literally like Avatar the Last Or Avatar the Last Airbender. These These are these stories that you can take it at surface value as a story, right? And it doesn't mean that the writers or the authors or or the animators or the actors or whatever had some deeper meaning intended. And it doesn't mean that if they did have a deeper meaning intended and you are 100% off the mark that like your interpretation is somehow wrong. But if you can glean insight from a thing, regardless of the source of that thing, then that has value to you. Yeah. Right. And uh, of course, all of this is assuming that the thing that you gleamed, the thing that you're reading, the people who created it and you yourself are not a piece of shit. Yeah. Right. So let's let's start with that. Like if somebody involved is an asshole, then we can take stuff from it. Asterix. That guy's an asshole. You know, like some old baseball player made 94 home runs. Asterix. This dude was made of 70 percent cocaine. You know, you know what I mean? Like, we just have to, we have to, like, asterisk shit sometimes. Yeah. You know? And and I feel like, like, I'm not, like, I don't know enough to have a conversation about the Harry Potter thing. So I'm not going to have a conversation about the Harry Potter thing. But it's like the Harry Potter yeah. thing. If you're a Harry Potter fan, that's fine. Just because the creator's a monster doesn't mean that you can't love the work. Yeah. Right? And I know that, like, they're getting a show soon. Sure. Or something. Your brother and I were talking about this, and I, man, I wish I remember exactly what the conversation was. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but like, they're getting a show soon, 
And like, that's gangster. But like, obviously, like when the game came out and when the show comes out, we're going to have this conversation again about like, should we be having this because monster creator? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that's a larger but also important philosophical conversation. But like, I love reading a series like a book or a book series or watching a TV show or whatever. And like, not just appreciating it at surface level, but like delving into the like, um, the like bardic tradition of it, right? What's like, what is, uh, what is it influencing? What could just its structure imply on things? Like, like my analysis of triangle isn't because like, oh, in this scene in triangle, there's a dude's face in the clouds. It must be Zeus, right? Or some <laughs> fucking shit like that, right? It's just that like, okay, if you think of triangle in the wheelhouse of that, like repeating uh, loop that is torturous that Zeus and whoever puts on um, old uphill rock boy. Oh, Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Thank you. Then like, if you were to interpret that and then from that also take into consideration that like, you you know, you hear like a lot of gods are like space and space and time are my parents. And it's like, all right, well, space and time sounds like reality dog. So I guess it's everybody's parents, but also like, is it because you developed a small space with a time-based loop to harness this dude's suffering to turn yourself into a god? Because it works. Technically, it fits the story. Yeah. So, like, what can we glean from that interpretation? Or, like, in the Hyperion Contos, the fact that this lady uses, um, uh, like, essentially, like, emotional resonance to pull herself across reality mm-hmm. right and how like the 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 uh datum core the te- or techno core excuse me the techno core the ai machines that live in the like like pocket dimension that they live in speak of the lions and tigers and bears in the greater like metasphere of the universe or whatever like those are interesting philosophical conversations that you can then use to imply greater understanding on your own interpretation of reality. Yeah. And I think that the idea that we can't have distinct interpretations and that we should always all agree on a thing is like intrinsically incorrect. Well, obviously, and that, that there's only one answer. Yes. That's and a very obviously weird that doesn't thing. apply to science. If a doctor and a bunch of doctors tell you a doctor thing, it's probably a doctor thing. You know, yeah, yeah. so that's different. I'm talking about this from like the thinky philosophical space, not a denying scientific truth. Yeah, yeah. Flat world space. Well, I think that you can also look at it from a purely like sort of forgiving entertainment space. So, well, and um, it's just entertainment. So, like, yeah. So, like, I have you don't never need to take it seriously. like, like, I tried to read Dune when I was like in high school, oh, and yeah, like, yeah. I've kind of seen the movie from the eighties, but like, also not really, and I don't really remember things so well like that. Um, <laughs> it has to be really important, or I've just seen it a bunch of times for me to like really remember it uh, like that. Uh, so we recently watched the new version new of Dune. Dune and we're like very, Timothy very into it. Is that the and, main guy in the new one? Yes. Okay, yeah, and, the Timothy Chalamet uh, Dune. And, and Space Dad. And Space Os- Oscar, uh, Isaacs. Oscar Isaacs, yeah. Um, Space Oscar Isaacs. Space As opposed Dad. to terrestrial Oscar Isaacs. <laughs> well... <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Or underwater Oscar Isaacs. Is there an underwater Uh, Oscar Isaacs? I don't know. There probably is. Oscar. We're on a first name basis. You should do an underwater thing. (laughs) 
Somebody let him know he should do an underwater thing. And then if he does a sky thing, he's become an elemental. He becomes Captain America. Captain Planet. I meant Captain Planet. Okay, I was like, I don't think Captain cool, America is an elemental. Anyways, so like we recently <laughs> watched this movie, and like I have a, I have, I have, I've had like a pop culture cursory understanding of what Dune was, and like I tried reading it when I was in high school, did not vibe with it, and did not finish reading it. Um, so I'm only reading it now, like as an adult, after watching the new movie, and there's this thing that I started doing probably probably like about seven or like six or seven years ago now, where if there is a movie and a like a book of something uh, or a TV show of something and a book of something, then I will endeavor to not read the original material, not read the book until after I have seen the video of it, the movie of it, the TV show or whatever it is. And it has absolutely revolutionized the way that I look at consuming media in that way. So like with Dune, like obviously huge sci-fi classic, um, there are definitely pieces of the movie that I think, uh, and I'm not too far into the book, but like I'm still within the part that I've seen the movie through, right? So there are definitely pieces of the movie that I like better than the original of the book. And as someone who's like a huge Lord of the Rings fan, you know, there's Oh boy, rings of power. It's a place, but, um, you know, there are decisions that were made for even like the Peter Jackson trilogy that I like better than what happens in the book. And, um, and regardless of liking it better, I have sort of, I sort of have, have started to think of it in this manner where it's not like a better or worse thing where it's more like a parallel reality thing. And I sort of really started thinking this way um, when Game of Thrones was getting big because I had read almost all of Game of Thrones by the time the book came out. Cause I had heard the, the, the book was good and they're making the a show, show of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the time the show came out, cause I'd heard the book was good and, uh, heard the show was being made and I wanted to read the whole thing before I saw the show, because that's as a reader, that's sort of what you do. But, um, like I have definitely found that sort of since game of Thrones basically broke everyone with the way that they ended that show. Um, <laughs> Uh, that it's not bad to think of the show, even in its differences, as just sort of like a parallel universe of that original story being told. Like had that Tory had that story been been told through somebody else's eyes, it would end up in this way. And I think about that when it comes to this thing about we were talking about with like Thor and deities where like that may not be your, you know, your Thor and my Thor may be different Thors, but that doesn't make the concept of Thor less important. Yeah. Well, you know, I think everything I ever learned, I learned from Star Trek. I love that saying. And uh, it's a saying that I grew up with because my dad says it all the time also. Uh, And it's a good book. But uh, so like everything I ever learned, I learned from Star Trek. And I feel like one of the lessons that I learned very early on in Star Trek was a product of the Mirror Universe episodes. Yeah. Kirk is Kirk. Spock is Spock. And no matter what universe they're in, they're recognizable characters. But in the Mirror Universe, you know, Spock has a goatee and is fucking quite evil. 
Um, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And and to me, like, I've never had an issue with, like, reading the book first and then watching the movie or watching the movie first and then reading the book. I mean, like, do whatever works best for you is generally the way that I approach a lot of that stuff. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter if I've read the book first or not. Right. Uh, if it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie, regardless of what knowledge I have about well, that story me, beforehand. For me, watching but also, the thing, I remember the movie's clear enough yeah. that when I read well, the book afterwards, I'm just like, mm, maybe fuck this movie. For me, so watching the thing me. first is is an easier place to to sort of like enact that mindset than by reading the, the original. Right. Because sure. I'm looking at the remake in a sense. Before I'm looking at what the original context is and it helps me, it helps me sort of shift that way. Whereas if I've read the book, then I'm thinking of like, oh, well, this isn't this way in the movie, like when I'm watching the movie or when I'm watching the show. Right. So not having that foreknowledge when I see it. I don't know that that really is like a thing that affects me. Oh, it totally is. You know what I think it is? Uh, to sound like more mystical than I deserve to sound. Uh, I feel like I'm just used to foreknowledge about what's going to happen in a movie because there have been movies that we've watched where we are like not very far into a movie and I'm like, this is how the movie's going to end. And then that's how the movie ends. <clears throat> yeah. Because like there's only so much story that can story and when you've like read and analyzed as much content as I have across my entire life and are as crazy you can say it crazy is probably the right yeah. answer i was trying to think of like a fancy <laughs> like a like a profound way of sounding crazy nope. what do you call like a rich crazy person he's um... oh eccentric oh eccentric <laughs> yeah see i'm just eccentric um but poor so so not eccentric <laughs> but like but like th- yeah th- we're not that... rich enough for you to be oh eccentric. my goodness no yeah <laughs> Are you kidding me no. uh i try uh, but like th- that sort of like eccentricity with regard to like a- analyzing story has resulted in me being able to kind of guess where a story's gonna go fairly often or like having too good a memory about it's like I don't care about spoilers because one most of the time you're gonna give me a spoiler about a thing and you're like Ooh, this is how it ends and I'm like oh well of course that's how it ends I would expect yeah. nothing less uh, but also like <laughs> I don't know I love trailers because i want more of that thing right like like i love like reruns of a show like that kind of stuff uh and most trailers give away everything nowadays like i want a trailer that really leaves me like okay what the fuck did i just watch and we have some of those there have been some trailers We, we we watched a we watched a thing uh like a like a norwegian show or something like that um once on netflix where the description was like not helpful like i don't mean not helpful like oh maybe we should watch it i mean like we read the description and we're like i don't know at all what this is about i might know less than i did when i only saw the picture so that's not comforting and so we like looked up a trailer we watched a trailer and i'm just like these people are just like erasing thoughts from my mind (laughs) i'm gaining less knowledge with every step forward we're just gonna put it on I just now I have to know what <laughs> secret they're hiding. And it was like a pretty good show, too. But like, but like for the most part, a lot of these, you're just like, of course, this is what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, of yeah. course, you know, nobody's there's no spoilers for Batman v Superman. It's Batman v Superman. A Shanann happens and Batman doesn't get turned into mist. 
plot. You know, <laughs> like what else could it possibly be? Right. Like that, like that kind yeah. of a thing, you know? So like, I don't really have an issue with like spoilers or like the story, like divulging into like one direction or another or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and to that end, like, I really love being aware of the distinct difference between two universes. Cause to me, like game of Thrones, the book and game of Thrones, the TV series are like, Earth six two four and Earth six three seven. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's I feel like comic kind books. Of comic like, books is like that's the where I started of sort of like coming up with that like mindset like behind yeah. it, that concept. And I first put it into action with the the book and the movie The Martian. And um, oh yeah, those because, are both fantastic. Yeah, they were both fantastic. Yeah, uh, and the 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 book and the movie both end like very very differently. And I don't think that they end poor. I don't think that one ends do they worse end than another. They sure do. Huh? They sure do. Uh, and I was just uh, saying that. I and and I didn't. Good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, well, I remember it because it was the first time that I had tried this idea of reading, of, the, of, of watching the movie. First. Uh, yeah. Of experiencing it in that like parallel universe thing. And um, it, it, it worked really well. Mm. And I was not comparing the book to the movie. In fact, I was having a great time going, reading the book and going like, oh my gosh, this is where I saw that in the movie. Um, sure, sure. Like I remember this part in the movie, totally, um, totally, totally. you know, but obviously that's not going to work for everybody that's just for me yeah. like sort of what that is well it's not gonna and work for every property also that too right that too absolutely but like i think that um you know you can really easily apply that sort of thing to a lot of like metaphysical bits <laughs> totally well i mean you know it, it's it's i like i know that as a metaphysics boy and as a regular physics boy um and as a regular boy and as a real boy Definitely not made of wood here. Hundred percent not a puppet. Don't ask any questions. That that motherfucking Geppetto was <coughs> spent no time at all inside a whale. Yeah, spent zero time inside a whale. Not definitely, friends with crickets. Definitely have not been turned into a donkey smoking cigars and drinking whiskey on an island of lost boys. Um, that last one might be true. The, <laughs> that last one might have happened. Actually, happened to you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It depends on how you how you classify the UK. <laughs> Whether it counts as an island of lost boys. Uh, that truth notwithstanding. Um, no, I, you know, like, I feel like I, I'm aware of the idea that we need to separate science and mysticism. I agree with that completely. Science is science. Mysticism is mysticism. But also, I do love mixing them together. You know, yeah. it's like chocolate and peanut butter. They are both fantastic on their own. They should, for the most part, both be kept separate. But also, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is absolutely fire. So, fuck you, I'm going to have one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm very much <clears throat> so in the place where, like, I feel the problem with the conversation of blending mysticism and science is often people will use science as rawly a justification and mysticism as, like, spackle to fill the cracks in science. Yeah. Right. Uh, whereas the way that I like to think about it is that science is science and mysticism is mysticism. And like a Venn diagram, there is a bit of overlap. Right. And in that overlap, I mean, a fantastic example of this is 
in fact a Reese's peanut butter cup. Because a Reese's peanut butter cup, although when you're eating it, you are tasting both peanut butter and chocolate, all right? They are different things in the cup, right? The chocolate is just the coating. The peanut butter is just in the middle. Except if for have, those weird chocolate peanut butter well, bars well, that we and had that, and that that's, were that's, Mr. That's Beast. exactly what I was yeah. just going to bring up. We just we had just got these like Mr. Beast candy bars. They were on clearance. They were on clearance at for the, like at the local ninety nine. So we're Do like we're like judge we'll try. These. In fact, I did we I think we picked them up because they were on clearance first, and then secondarily was like oh. This is like a Mr. Mr. Yeah, Beast we picked product. them up because it was like discount really candy. discount candy. Yeah. And then it we wasn't were like, like oh, bad. it's Mr. Like, it wasn't Beast. like uh. out of date or bad or something. It was just like part of a thing that they were like, the, the grocery, that display is yeah, close. The Our grocery, grocery store, store doesn't like that this we have is, is like really small and they have to like turn over those kind of like one time seasonal, seasonal offerings, yeah. offerings like really quickly. So. Yeah, that's how you pick up sweet decorations from the flower department, like right at the end of Halloween or the end of the season. Yeah, we've been getting really good at picking up decorations yeah. right at the end of a season. And we've definitely yeah. missed some. I wanted to get several more Screaming Ghosts. Ugh, and like, we I went like a week ghosts. later, no more Screaming Ghosts. Christmas stuff is up. It's very upsetting. Yeah. I love my Screaming Ghosts. Um, but, but like, so like, I think a great example is that is those Mr. Beast bars. Because even though the other two, the like crunchy one whatever you call that rice rice oh it was like crispy or crispy or, or cr- you know you know like a crunch bar version yeah. like that one was fine and the like milk chocolate it was fine enough i don't like milk chocolate but it was fine enough um but they had a peanut butter chocolate bar yeah and it wasn't like chunks of peanut butter or chunks of peanuts or like a layer of peanut butter no it was just peanut butter blended into the chocolate and honestly it wasn't good no i thought it was the best of the See, three i did not like the it. The more I had it, whatsoever. the more I enjoyed it. Honey, that's that is that is that is yeah, just the Stockholm it, syndrome, the more my I guy. Liked it. You just got Stockholm syndrome into a candy bar. <laughs> yeah, not at no. all. A hundred percent that's what that is. No, I was like not hype on that bar at all. And I think the reason why is because you like lose the definition of the peanut butter. Or the peanut butter wasn't like there was not enough peanutty goodness in there. Right? And like, and as such, you push the chocolate to like, like a weird umami thing, as opposed to being like no, where it was the chocolate fantastic. is supposed to be. I cannot. I mean, I'm fantastic is a little strong of a word. It, is bold um, it was the best it of them, and I did enjoy it more the more of it I had. Mm. It uh, was not nearly as bad as you're making it out to be. Uh, dude, I enjoyed it less with with everyone I had. True. Yeah, it was not good. It was like weird at the beginning. And I'm like, this is weird. But like, I love weird stuff. So I'm down. But but by the (laughs) end of that, like bag of bars, I was just like, these are awful, dog. Honestly, every time I had one, I was just like, you know, a peanut butter cup would literally be better. Like, thank, no, no. Thank I you was for like, trying, but get out of here. I was Give like, peanut butter cup. where are those Judge. peanut butter chocolate ones at? I'd rather have that than Judge. like the standard milk chocolate one. Well, the standard milk chocolate wasn't like great. Either. It was, but also, I, you know, I don't like milk chocolate, so I don't I, like that's that's my thing. <laughs> I mean, that's what you get for like a dollar ninety nine bag of candy. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain. Uh, but no, yeah. I mean, it's it's the idea that like when you're doing like science and like metaphysical stuff all glorped together, I feel like you have to recognize, and I, I think part of the conversation from a responsibility standpoint is is recognizing that. Sometimes you're using metaphysics to spackle a hole and sometimes you're using science to add structure to an otherwisely loose, uh, gloopy uh, construction of idea. Right. 
And, like, they can support each other and they can work together, but, like, you also need to accept the fact that, like, I am not a PhD bloody physicist. I'm just, like, an asshole who's read far more physics textbooks than makes any reasonable sense for an adult not in physics to have read. Yeah. Right? And, like, I love engineering and I love, uh, you know, math mathematics and, like, philosophical histories and things like that right chemistry and 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 all of that kind of stuff, quantum mechanics and such and as such because those are part of my interpretation like they're part of the programming whereupon i interpret reality and when i'm trying to interpret reality i am also trying to interpret metaphysical facts and like mystical and magical facts as well as because of my history and studies in the mystical and the metaphysical uh, and the like and, like religious study and all of that stuff because of all of those things I will impress upon science the interpretations and the conclusions that I've drawn from those things a, a fantastic example of this is like Albert Einstein disagreed with quantum physics purely because he didn't think God would would mess around with uh would, would have a messy universe so he spent the latter half the latter portion of his life trying to disprove quantum mechanics purely because uh what what is the famous quote um god doesn't play dice mm. because quantum mechanics is the idea that there there's like that like um uh you know things are in chaos until they're not yeah right and to einstein that went against um you know his his religious belief yeah and this limitation like like or not this limitation but this this idea forced him to try and find limitation now did he disprove quantum mechanics no and there were physicists at the time i'm reading american prometheus so like i'm a little up on this more than normal but like there were scientists at the time who who were quoted as saying imagine what einstein could have done to quantum mechanics and to physics had he not let faith prevent him from looking deeper through the looking glass and instead tried to keep him to fix it. But at the same time, because Einstein, somebody as big and as intelligent and as powerful as Einstein, tried to disprove it and failed time and time again at disproving it, it made, it made quantum physics and like uncertainty and things like that so much more robust because they were able to hold up to scrutiny and and i like i i feel like the relationship between einstein physics general relativity physics quantum like uncertainty physics and religion is a fantastic example to hold in the head when you're having those conversations yeah right and like if you listen to the podcast or if you're ever trapped in the house while I'm TED talking, you'll you a hundred percent know that I slide between uh, <coughs> like quantum mechanics and like physics and the many worlds interpretation and loop quantum gravity and and astrophysics and things like that and like metaphysical, mystical, whatever. Be loosely, I slide between the two of them, but also each one only acts to. Each one acts within its own space distinctly, right? Like Einstein wasn't being like, well, in the Bible, it said this, therefore bad physics, right? He was trying to disprove physics with physics. Yeah. Right. And he was only doing that because of his interpretation of 
religion. Yeah. Right? And so I try and keep those two things separate. Sometimes I feel like I don't do a good job explaining that very well. Um, but still, like, like to me, it's that, it's that it, again, it's that mini worlds thing. Yeah. Right? It's, it's that mirror verse thing. It's that multiverse Earth 616, Earth, you know, 527 kind of thing. However you want to interpret it. But I feel like a conversation about anything and an analysis about anything we always need to be like a little aware of that idea because even though like i may say that the uh, timothy charlemagne's dune was tight and you may say that it was tight it doesn't mean that like somebody else one of you guys out there isn't like that movie was awful and i hated it and and like a great example is we didn't watch it for a very long time we only watched the movie dune like four months ago yeah. For the first time. And you didn't even watch. I, I watched it. <laughs> I, I think asleep. you fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. So I watched the movie and I was like, like I started the movie like real late. Yeah. Like I started the movie at like midnight or something. Yeah. Right. And I was just like, why would I put this on? And you're like, good luck with that. I'm going to sleep. Uh, <laughs> and I watched this movie and I was just like pinned to the screen the whole time. Just like, what is this? What? How, man? Well, and then I didn't get a chance to watch it until like a month and a half, two months almost later. Just Well, because I watched it like the day before spooky season, bro. Yeah, and then spoo- and then October happened and we don't watch that stuff during October. Yeah, we only watch horror And then uh, like didn't watch it until I had the plague and like was starting to feel better and was absolutely like, where has this been my whole life? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but, well, but, it, like you but that also that doesn't you... devalue either well, person's we, perception we weren't, of it. We weren't trying to like, we weren't abstaining from the movie because like, bleh, bleh, bleh. we were abstaining with it because we were like, this is part one. We should probably wait until closer yeah. to part we should comes wait out. when it first came out we were like oh we should watch this but it was like only out for like a month on streaming or and like it went a away week it was like a very short amount of time. shit like yeah. that so we were just like ah we missed it whatever right and then it's like oh, there's only part one and there's a part two coming whatever and i like you don't have like a connection to the og dune movie not really no. like you've seen it but probably not all the way through maybe perhaps probably not all the way through maybe perhaps yeah okay See, I love that movie <laughs> ferociously. I've seen that movie three times this year. Yeah. The, like, OG. I don't whatever, have anything against dude. it. It I, just wasn't. <laughs> I love that movie. It's so good. It's so it's weird such because, a like, we watched a lot of, like, dark fantasy when I, and, like, even sci fi when I was, like, growing up. And this was, like, this was, like, right in the genre and right in the time frame that Stewart. I would have been watching it. And we just, like, never watched this yeah. when I was young. And I just, you know, like there, I mean, dude, you know, this, you know, it's I like, I feel like there's a localized Maybe it's because example. it was never like on TV so we could like record it. Maybe. Like there's, yeah. you know, a lot of things back then were just kind of weird, but yeah, you know, there's just like, you know, different ways you kind of come up. Maybe your that. local movie store had like one super fan who was just like, I'm going to return this and then immediately rent it. Yeah. And so it was just like never right? on the shelf for you. And so, well, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of the, like a lot of the, things that um that like really informed my like personal taste in like media and movies and stuff like that were stuff that we like not stuff that we bought but stuff that was on tv and stuff that we had taped totally. because this was back at a time when you had a vcr and you taped stuff when it was live uh so you, I know, mean, you can still I'm dating VC- myself there you can still but- have a vcr and tape stuff but 
So we, Honestly, you know, so that was like the stuff that we like primarily watched mm. was, was that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I just, you know, it just sort of never happened, but, um, was, was, did your family have like a big VHS collection? Were you like big movie collection people? Kind of, but like not really. You were like big most of the time. Boxes of VHS. Oh no, big. no, yeah. no. Uh, we most of the movies that we had were movies that we had taped ourselves, mm. and most of the time we did uh, like six to or like three to four movies on a tape. Sure, totally. So, you know, we were like really maximizing whatever we had. Totally, and, you know, totally. we had a fair amount of VHSs, but we were not like huge like oh yeah we had a no we had a ton of vhs's and like we like we were not like like cutting edge you know bleeding edge immediate take uptake on dvd uh but when we did move into dvd we were like these are what's up oh yeah no i had and we we got into we got into that my own i had like a huge collection of like dvd and 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 blu-ray yeah, yeah, yeah. So, totally. like a lot of those. But, um, so we're kind of running out of time, but I want to talk about some other things, some other projects that we have kind of yeah. like on the horizon before we go. Yeah. So, um, we've got time. Yeah. I really, we have all the time we want, but yeah, that's true. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> this is, this is but America. I'm almost out of drinks. Freedom. So, yeah. So, um, I am almost always out, almost <laughs> already out of drinks. I'll just get up and get more drinks. Like, I can leave you people. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, some things that we're looking at doing that hopefully will happen this next year, yeah. although maybe a year after, we're not sure how Unpowered long. human yeah. flight. Unpowered human flight, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, space travel, Transcendence. Yes. Transcendence. Transcendence, Listen, yeah. Always, maybe a cult. Maybe a cult, yeah. Maybe a cult. But like a, fun, like a fun cult. We've talked about this before. We will talk about this again. We might start a cult. We just have picnics in the park. He talks about it all the time. Yeah, we're not going to do anything time. culty. We're just going to all wear black robes and have a picnic in the park, like a barbecue. You can get yeah. a bouncy house. You know? <laughs> I don't know if you, they make adult-scale bouncy houses. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But like we'll get like an adult-scale bouncy house, and we'll just have like a picnic in the park, but we're all wearing like black robes. You know? We all yeah. show up and then we just like vote on who gets to wear the big like uh, high priest chain. And then that guy's the high priest chain wearer for the day. So that way people are like, oh, the cults had like an upset. Somebody else took over, you know, just to like confuse <laughs> the people who are like concerned about that stuff. You know, these motherfuckers that are like trying to invade. You mean the life. FBI agent who's like assigned to us? <laughs> that person? Yeah. <laughs> just like they're starting a cult again. Oh, wait a minute. They're not in charge of it. Yeah, they're this talking time. about a cult again. Uh, so things that we would like to accomplish, whether or not it's this year or in the future, is uh, we've been talking about doing uh, classes. Yes. Um, yes. You we know, have to figure out like the how with all of that. Yeah. Like live or self-paced, like online where you like download it and yeah. it's like a lecture. Do we have to write tests like tests yeah what kind of things so we've got the idea of having this kind of like sort of self study as it were collections like a a metaphysical school sort of a thing in the long run yeah i want to start a school yeah yeah that's something that we've definitely in the long run we want to start a school like the cult's a joke but a school (laughs) of like study and research on like an open-ended study and research on metaphysics is like really the thing that we want to do and i don't mean like necessarily as like a business model i don't i i don't i don't i don't care about money nearly as much as it 
seems like I probably should in this economy. But, um, like, I primarily mean that I just want to, like, regularly hang out with people uh, who are also interested in overanalyzing a Marvel movie because they mention a Greek god. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's that's my that's my jam. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah, we definitely want to get into, like, some classes uh, or, like... And I don't know if we're going to do these as, like, self-study classes kind of a thing. Or if maybe what we're going to do is, like, lectures. Like, there's sort of two ways. But, like, you can, very you can approach it. You can things, approach yeah. it as, like, there's sort of, like, in my mind, there's sort of the, like, high school and college, right? Or Or, like... The, like, standard government-funded schooling, right? With, like, <laughs> tests and shit kind of schooling. You know, like, technical school. Or is it just going to be, like, TED Talks? Because, like, a yeah. TED Talk is educational. The fact that TED Talk hasn't started a university where you just listen to these lectures is fucking honestly beyond me. Because uh, I would enroll instantaneously. Yeah. But, like, it may just be, like, lectures or whatever. But also, I think that when we do this, we definitely want to get more people involved. Yeah. Because like we're we're cool on a bunch of stuff, but like I don't know nothing about a bunch of other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're not experts on everything all yeah. the time. Yeah. For sure. Well, and and we would want to get like just like how in the interviews we have people of like other practices doing stuff. We want to get people with other practices like involved in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that we want to do for um interviews for this upcoming year is be able to really showcase different voices within the community yes. that have different yes. lived experiences uh, and, and, and different to, magical and to traditions that, end, that we can talk about. If you are listening to this. Uh, you don't have to be an expert if you want to do an interview with us. Like, we have interviewed experts in their fields, you know, like people who are, like, leaders within their space, for an abundant lack of better words. Um, or more precise words, I guess. But, um, like, I would also be interested in if you just have, like, an interesting theory about a thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, th like, that's the reason why our interviews aren't super structured is because, like, that's not really my jam, you know? So, like, yeah, like, we want to do this, like, high, like, school classes, edutory sort of thing. Yeah. But we don't really have, like, a full, complete plan on exactly how we want to do this but it's and how we want to present this. It's sort of but it's something around. that we're working on uh, that we that is part of our, like, 2024 plan. So, like, let's just call this section, like, stuff that you may or may not receive. Hallucinations about the future. Yeah, there we go. Right? Because uh, I don't even know that we can necessarily call it a 2024 plan because I, we may not be able to pull all that stuff off yeah. in 2024. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, again, like... The Etsy shop is a growin', which is nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited about it. Go visit our Etsy shop. Plug. But, um, like, at the same time, it is a lot of work. Yes. So. Yes. And as we said before, it's one of those things where it's the avenue to get out of the standard W-2 yeah. grind well, it's, it's gonna, and it's gonna into ebb and a flow. place where we can do more of this. Yeah, well, it, it's know? gonna ebb and flow. Like, there it was there was uh, a lot of work to do build up and then a few small changes in process and all of a sudden, the amount of work to accomplish the same amount of task 
shift. And we've done this several times. I am sort of at the brink of some technological revolutions for our business because I've had to develop a lot of the equipment myself uh, for the business in order to do it sustainably and rapidly and still like artistically because I don't believe in that like big machine nonsense. Um, so yeah, like it, 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 when we have the time, we're going to more explore these things. And of course yeah. the benefit and, of like doing uh, this full time is that we get to just like chit chat about this all the time. Exactly. And uh, we've thought about doing a calendar. Yeah. A calendar with, um, you know, uh, like pagan a, like holidays. A, like a wall, that like month, a like wall, a wall calendar. calendar, not like a schedule. Let oh, yeah, no. <laughs> start with that. <laughs> yeah, we have a, a calendar that's our schedule, but it's she definitely has a calendar that's our not schedule. the same thing. That's, I'm not part of this calendar schedule. He doesn't, not, even, he doesn't even know where this calendar lives. Yeah. Uh, so Truly, I do not. Yeah. So we've thought about putting out a, you know, Horn and Cauldron calendar that has like pagan holidays and feast days of a variety of different things that we've covered mm -hmm. during the um during our episodes so that's one uh and then we've also talked about turning the book of shadows pages into books into a published book into a small which book. we are yeah. this is 68 yep and um I think that what we've talked about before, what would work the best is if we do like book one, for a lack of better words, after 100. Yeah. So that would be like 100 pages, you know, published and printed. Because we could do it by the however many years that we've had this, but then there's only like 25 pages yeah well so, and like year one would have way less than year two which would have way less than year three which will probably have less yeah. than year four as we do more and more of yeah yeah things. yeah so we've talked about putting those things available into like a book um and also you know we've talked about for the far future writing books about a variety of different subjects yeah. so we have a lot of plans we have a lot of things that we'd like to cover we have a lot of places that we would like this podcast to go yeah and yeah. a lot of room for well, it to what's grow. your what's your to like add more focus and like lose sort of the like grainy unfocus of like miasmic future that we're currently talking about what's your like 2024 goal Oof. i hate i hate i hate goals let's Oof. start let's start with that when i say 2024 goal this is vague and the reason why i'm saying that is like i don't do that yearly goal thing like i mean i resolutions. do I, uh, resolutions I, I do but i do resolutions in the same way that i do journaling which is i buy a book that's pretty no, 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 and no. then i write one page in it and then no, i no, no. leave that book behind this is somewhere. how you do resolutions you look at me in that weird time suck between thanksgiving and new years and go are you gonna do a, a thing this year and i'm like what thing and you're like that thing where you say you're gonna do a thing and i'm like oh a resolution and you're like yes i'm also real bad at remembering the thing. ones for that and i was like no i don't do resolutions really um if i do resolutions they're typically around my birthday because for me that's like my own personal new year, year. That, yeah. that's my new year's very fancy <laughs> yeah, yeah very spring. Fancy. it makes sense and I was born makes, during that time. It makes it, sense. It makes as much sense uh, as any other revolution. So times. I was like, I don't really do like New Year's resolutions. Like resolutions, for me, resolutions. Yeah. That's what I said. So like for me, <laughs> no, resolutions. Uh oh, <laughs> resolutions really come in spring. And you're like, oh well, but like a lot of people do resolutions this time of year. And I'm like, yes, but like I don't 
do that. And you're like, well, what if you would want to do something? And I'm like, but I don't. It's just the time to talk. And about he's like, things. so, but we should, because like, that's what other humans are doing. So we should do that human thing too. And I'm like, all right, bro. But then we what never do you want to do? And then we never end up doing it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah it's exactly like journaling. Let me tell you my path. Oh, you mean the notebook that's going to solve everything TM? Yeah. It's just journaling. <laughs> this house has at least five and probably closer to 20 journals in it. In various states of... And sketchbooks. Oh, so many dead sketchbooks. Well, I fill sketchbooks. I do not fill sketchbooks. Oh my God, yeah. Sketchbook, the only journaling I've ever been able to accomplish. I have one sketch, my old Copic sketchbook, which I need to get another one of those. Because that's a, I like that size a little bit better. Uh, that one's filled and done and just somewhere. And then the one that I'm currently using, which is that, which is the graph paper sketchbook that I got from um, Kurtzgazat. Is it Kurtzgazat? Yeah. From Kurtzgazat, which was 100% worth it. I need to get another one of those. The quality of the paper. Yeah, I don't do fire. sketchbook art. That's um, just not my thing. That one's like three quarters of the way full. So like that one's going to be burned out soon. So I like fill sketchbooks, but I have fucking no capacity for journaling. I don't understand how people journal. Like... And let me tell you, I love the idea of journaling ferociously. This, everything circles back around to what I'm currently doing. American uh, Prometheus, they <laughs> regularly reference these men's journals. And I'm like, I should start putting stuff in journals. And then oh. and then the canary in the coal mine of my <clears throat> mind is just like, that's poison gas, baby. You're not going to do that. Don't yeah, even try. Yeah, yeah. And then nothing. I'm never going to do it. Ooh, a 2024 goal. That's really tough. Because... Well, like, or what do you want to do? Like, what novels? Sh- I, 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 hate, I hate goals to begin with. Like, I understand structurally how they assist humans. But, like, that's just not my vibe, bro. Um, It's, like, not my thing. You know, they tell you to, like, set goals to accomplish Yeah, but you're nonsense. always talking about setting goals. It's so weird. Uh, it, you know, it, you got to. It's journals. It's sure, Everything okay. comes back to journals. The idea of a goal is delicious, but the actual like practical work of a goal just does not fimpute with my mind. All right. It's difficult being a fimbot fimputer in a man bot man pewter's world. Oh, um, to, to quote a great, but I like, I just like, I like, I, I just have no capacity to participate in goal setting mm-hmm. for any length of time, more than like a week. And then I'm just like, this is fucking dumb. I'm not going to do this. I'm on the right path. I know what I'm doing. I got this. And everything's like more chill when I'm just like rolling with it, bro. My goal really this year is to start putting together the framework of things that can be turned into classes. Is to do this class thing. Is to do the class thing. So my thought, the stuff that I'm probably going to start with is like. Class action lawsuit thing maybe. No, is like the fairy magic and the Sabbaths because we've done a lot of work there and there's still more that can be added to it. But you know, sort of having it like that. Cause I know a lot of people like to listen to the Sabbath episodes like in a row and just kind of binge through them. And, um, I think that that's a a place that I want to sort of start. Uh, but the other thing that I really want to try to work on this upcoming year for the podcast is really getting that correspondence list of mine into a place where it can be more shareable. How about you? Mm, smart 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 that's that correspondence thing is like mostly my problem though uh no there's a lot of it that's my problem yeah 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 i mean 
Did you take him over the website? No, because <laughs> no, 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 it sounds no. like what you want no, to do is. But a do lot this of the correspondences sounds like you want to do this live, website. I'm hearing this. A lot of the correspondences live in my head, and they have. To oh, be you're put. just talking about writing things down. Yeah, a lot of things got to be put that shit on down. paper or in a database. Paper is lame. Yeah, yeah, but we could build a database. We could. Yes, I'm pretty good at databasing. Yeah. Um. You know what? I don't really have like a big like a 2024 shenan or whatever but um i would really like to make a lot of moves like make forward motion on like writing specifically Mm -hmm. and working on like my writings with regard to like a greater meta analysis of the like pagan like modern paganism ancient paganism like religion and like all of that sort of stuff you know i would really love to like like i like what we're doing with the book of shadows pages and i think that they exist as a fantastic like spot grab location Mm-hmm. for like raw data and like i like definitely i would love to find a way to make our make the correspondences a like virtual database that people can access for yeah. stuff um as well as like submit tickets for corrections or additions yeah um a sentence that i just said out loud that's so nerdy and so time consuming <laughs> that uh i I may bang my head against a wall about having literally done databasing with tickets for corrections before but uh i think that it would be cool to do that uh and i think that in the grand scheme of things i would love to see it start with correspondences and like evolve into like essentially like witchy wikipedia yeah um, the solution may be to and do, there is a wikipedia uh, but like a Bernard cauldron tm wikipedia yeah, sort of thing. yes yeah. yeah totally um you know and maybe the idea is to use a ipedia database system uh-huh. I, I vaguely understand how those work because i've i've had to create one before but i don't know that was more than like five minutes ago so everything's kind of like loose up there um <laughs> But, like, I really want to make the concerted effort to not necessarily nail down, because I don't believe that there can be any, like, hard... Like, I'm very, like, fluid in belief with regard to that stuff. But to really, like, work on nailing down a, like, structure whereupon the way that I analyze things can be spoke about. And to that end, with regard to the podcast, that would be both, like... Obviously, I would love to publish a book that is, I feel, almost unachievable mm-hmm. by next year, just because, like, I have a lot of writing to do. I mean, some of it's written, but, like, I have a lot of writing yeah. to do, and a lot of organizing, and I am not organized very well. <laughs> uh, nor nor am I confident that, like, what I'm doing is, like, going to make sense or matter to anybody other than me, um, which is, you know, crazy. But uh, who is crazy? Me. But um, I would really like to try and like kind of evolve that forwards more to sort of share those interpretations and make myself like 
like get myself in a place where I'm interacting with people about and through those interpretations more. And then to that end, I would like to not only have like more magic and media, like the simplified version of this, like, like make your goals simple and achievable, put them in a book, follow this, follow these rules that this Instagrammer copied out of a larger book and then do these things, you know, like that kind of shit. tips and tricks whatever you know the programming tells you to do like um to that like uh, part of that is more magic in media right i would really really love to do more magic in medias and like i think that the solution for that is to do is to like watch a movie and organize thoughts in the same way that you do the notes for the podcast but just on the magical interpretations of a particular media source and then like present youtube videos about those of varying lengths so i want to do like more magic and media that's part of that expressive like like um interpretive like whatever regime in my mind so more magic and media's uh, work more on the writing aspect of it. I write like um, a little bit of sci-fi <clears throat> and a little bit of horror and a little bit of um, metaphysical short rants. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what you would call those. Also dark fantasy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And also dark fantasy and stuff like that. And like we've we've recently come into this place, um, we've recently come into this place where, um, like, we've talked about things where the line between what I'm writing as fiction and what I structurally believe as metaphysical pseudo fact is quite blurry. And we recently had a couple of conversations about this, uh, just us in the house about like turning that into a sort of grimoire grimoire uh kind of a thing right and like making it a little bit more like like you know like greek philosophers telling using a story or like yeah or like a zen monk using a using a story to pose a koans to ask a question yeah to move you forwards down the path of enlightenment like that kind of stuff um but so i uh so i want to make more movement on that and i want to do more um you know, more magic and media stuff and more interpretations like that, as well as I want to, um, I want to see us doing more live stuff. Yeah. And whether that's more live specifically for the podcast or, and we've talked about this before about me doing lives while I'm doing other like, witchy stuff or tasks or whatever and just like going live and just like chit-chatting and hanging out uh i think would be really interesting and really fun and kind of give people a better glimpse into the way that i like think and analyze things that's less structured i feel like a lot of times are a a lot of times some of the videos that we like inevitably produce end up being incredibly structured because it's easier right yeah human mind loves patterns and i think that just sort of like oh i'm i'm coloring in this this colored pencil thing and you're just gonna listen to me fucking lecture while 
we're yeah. cooking dinner or listening to music or whatever you know like that kind of a thing <clears throat> or like oh we just watched this thing and i'm like building a model because i have like a million models that i'm building or whatever like that kind of a thing those are sort of like kind of like vague goals is to move more in that direction you know yeah i just try and get like more information out there you know uh leave a larger shadow in digital space for your inevitable immortal digital reincarnation in the distant future <laughs> whatever dark nightmare that is yeah so like more of that stuff yeah well you know? we've got a lot of plans and uh Too many plans. we'll see what we get through in year four yeah dude year four is gonna be gonna be weird man we've got a bunch of 104s obviously and we've got the um We've got a bunch of things planned. We yeah, have got a definitely bunch of deep dives. room if there's anything in particular that you all want to hear. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's well, going to be we, great. We may move questions out of pub chats. Yeah. And we may make questions its own thing. I would love to get to a place where, where like um, we follow several YouTubers who like once a month, they do like a question wrap up video that is somewhere between uh, like doing all right over there okay i know Boop. it's okay um but uh so we follow several youtubers who do like a once a month here's all the questions i've received i'm just gonna like power through these yeah sometimes it's a 20 minute video sometimes it's an hour and a half yeah yeah <laughs> so we we may move to uh uh doing questions that way yeah um and the qu a question doesn't have to be i feel like this is one of those things that like when we're asking for a question, I'm not saying that you need to ask me, like, what do I think about this thing? Nor do you need to ask me, like, tell me about this thing. You can also just, like, pose a crazy ass idea and be like, what do you think about? Or, like, how are you? Like, what? What if what if this is the thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. if Pyramid teaches you how to transcend? It's a great question. Let's watch Pyramid and have a conversation about it. Yeah. Like that kind of energy. Also, like if you read a book or watch a movie or help play a video game, because I may have to get Alan Wake 1 and then Control and then Alan Wake 2 and play all three of those video games so we can do a Magic of Media on that universe because... Oh boy, yeah. That's a lot. We watched an entire playthrough of Alan Wake 2 and let me tell you... Um, it's still rattling I've, around. Oof, the music is so good. We listened to the music literally <laughs> yesterday yeah. when we got home from the store. yeah. But like, uh, I think that we need to um, like do like I want to do more magic media. So if you come into like some media that you're like, oh, this seems like it's got some sort of a connection. What did you think about this? Or just like watch this. We're gonna yeah. watch it. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I think you know it's kind of that sort of a, a vibe or whatever. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, well, I think that that's it for this, uh, hangout. So, uh, thank you for checking it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for a wonderful three years. Yeah. We look forward to doing many more. more, uh, and like a huge shout out to our patrons. You help us do what we do and, uh, better every time. And we really enjoy, uh, hanging out with you, both our listeners who are lurking about and also our patrons that we get to chat with once a month. Yep. Uh, and, um, yeah. Yeah. We will catch you guys next time for more of this. 
Uh, I'm John Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. This has been the Horn and Cauldron Podcast Year 3 Anniversary Livestream Thingamajig, where we're just kind of hanging out and chatting with y'all. And we will catch you guys next time. Stay magical, folks. Yeah, and don't forget, breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. All right, now let's see if I can turn this thing off, huh? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know.